Hey, Christian, have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like it. I enjoy that. Hey, you guys want some dates? Uh, dates? What are we supposed to do with these? You eat them. Running foxes, kill often. It's futuristic, like Carnac the Magnificent. Rewind your VCR, rewind your cook cassette. Nintendo pilots, boss, flying up ahead. Captain's log, Charlie gone. The 1981 Raiders of the Lost Ark video game shows up on IMDb. Shit, is that the Atari one? Looks like it. Probably. Yeah, yeah. it is Atari. Played, yeah, played that 81, shit. it would be. It yeah. have to There be. were snakes in it, and they were hard. Well, yeah. Hard snakes. Yeah, it was a sex game. Hard snake. Hard snake. They're coming out with a snake hard amiibo. Snake. Oh, yeah, good. Snake amiibo. Snake amiibo. It's the dream. It's my Hollywood dream. <laughs> it's the dream. <laughs> I wanted it for so long. <laughs> I've loved you for so long. Snake, snake amiibo. So long, so long. Snake amiibo is my aesthetic. (laughs) Oh, man. That's my horoscope. My astrological sign is uh, snake amiibo. Yeah. (laughs) There are 13. There are 13. (laughs) Snake amiibo, daisy. (laughs) Not even daisy amiibo. No, daisy. Daisy. (laughs) Just daisy. (laughs) Um, Bowser. Skylander. Skylander is there. Uh, Disney Infinity. (laughs) Pokemon XY. <laughs> Pokemon X and Pokemon, and Pokemon y. y. Two separate ones. Two no, separate ones. No, Pokemon X and Pokemon Y is one sign. Uh, it's all okay. in one. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because it's a generation. Sure, sure, sure. And then Pokemon Gold. Pokemon Ruby, but not yeah, Pokemon but n- Sapphire. No, fuck that. Never Pokemon Sapphire. I've lost hashtag, count of how many. Hashtag never Pokemon <laughs> Sapphire. <laughs> not all Pokemon Sapphire. Uh, in the beginning, I think. Do we have a beatbox this week? In the first scene. Uh, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it counts as a because I have one. Oh, great! If we, yeah, if you got one, I've honestly, got one. great. Then it's not it's not a great beatbox because it doesn't sound funny when you describe it. Sure, uh, but it's you, they cut from four different people when I'm trying to remember what's happening. Something is occurring, and it's and it's amazing, and everybody's going oh. Like, and then it cuts to multiple people's reactions. It's always like oh, their face not. in the shot. And it goes like this guy, this guy, this guy. And like the first three are main characters and they're all doing actor things. And then the fourth one is some random ass extra <laughs> that is just like, eh. <laughs> it looks like he just like kind of got out of bed. And they're like, we got to include this one. Maybe it was in the confrontation in uh, where they were drinking. The confrontation camp? In the confrontation. <laughs> Sorry. It's a Nazi joke. Sorry. That's fine. It's appropriate. So, right, uh, kind, I mean, it's not appropriate, but it's appropriate to it's the movie. It's not appropriate. Mm, there you go. Mm. Uh, in when he and Belloc are in Belloc, uh, in Belloc, he and the Elvish word for friend are in that uh, <laughs> bazaar in that hookah place. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is where they're just okay. sitting at that table. And yeah, yeah, around, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone, then the kids yeah. come and rescue him. I think it might right. be in there I, because when just Indiana saying. Jones uses a human shield made of children, <laughs> yeah, and he, and, he, and he bets everything yeah. on the fact that Nazis wouldn't kill children. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah real, real good job, Indiana yeah. Jones. <laughs> so we definitely learned in this movie that Indiana Jones is not a good. Uh, 
person? Predictor ah. of oh. well, no, not a good predictor of what people will do. Right. He's not a good That's strategist. True. That's because true. Because he points that the bazooka thing. By the way, at the well, arc, he and everyone's like, "No, you're not going to do that." And he's like, "Yeah, you're." He right, consistently right. gets into situations where the same thing happens every single time. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> gets a piece of vital information or a vital That's artifact nice. or whatever that, like, he is like determined and he's so focused on getting it that he forgets to cover his ass because then he immediately gets yeah every time it can be said that if Indiana Jones never went after any of this shit the Nazis would have never found any of it that's a fair point he's an enabler yep (laughs) yeah yep weird Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Uh, each episode, we watch a movie and we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us by our contextual computer. Uh, we don't know how we're going to talk about these movies, but I guarantee you this. My patented guarantee that I say every time, canonically, we all know this. We talk about movies in a way that nobody else is going to talk about these movies sure. anywhere at all. Joining me, as always, are my dear friends and co-hosts, Mr. David Gachi. Hello. Oh, how formal. <laughs> yes. Greetings. Oh, my. I've got the vapors now. Yes, and my wife died of consumption. <laughs> and Matthew Bond. Salutations. Ooh. His wife also died of a consumption. That's the one where you drink too much <gasps> and die from it, right? Correct. <laughs> it's, it's all about consuming. Yeah. It's a disease. It's an all consuming fancy. issue. <laughs> mm, true, 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 true. Mm. Yeah. Unlistenable. Zero out Damn it. Uh, this episode, we are discussing the classic blockbuster, world changing 1981 oh. film. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I almost did the thing I said I wasn't going to do. Yeah. And called it Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is how it's listed on Netflix, but Uh is not the actual title of the film. It was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Um, Did they go back and rebrand when it became a series? Is that the idea? Same with, uh, similar to what they did with Star Star Wars, Wars, where it was originally A New Hope, and then they changed it to Star Mm -hmm. Wars A New Mm -hmm. Hope. Yeah, they didn't do that on IMDb or anything. It's still Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that was still its published name. Mm -hmm. It's just the the branding and the packaging of it changed. Yeah. And Harrison Ford is credited, at least on IMDb, he's credited as Indy. Oh, Oh yeah, we're gonna refer to this as an indie. Yeah, film. this is a this is a classic oh. indie film. It's the original <laughs> indie film. <laughs> classic, classic <laughs> indie <laughs> film. Yeah, it really does have that low budget mumblecore feel. <laughs> mumblecore. I'm Harrison Ford. I'm he does mumble um, a little bit sometimes. He's, he's a mumbly Joe, which is nice. Um, ba-dap, ba-dap, mumbly Joe. He does give the weirdest <laughs> line delivery I've ever heard from Harrison Ford in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Which I wish I could remember exactly what he says. The dates. Oh, it's you eat them. Yes. <laughs> yes. The way he says you eat them no, is so high pitched too. It states you eat them. You eat It's like the most like Cletus Backwood kind of like I'm yeah. like what the fuck Harrison he clearly Ford? was like I've refilmed this scene so many <laughs> fucking times, Marion. It dates you eat them. He was just like delirious from the stomach yeah. flu. He was yeah, going he, through. He had which apparently severe was stomach true. flu. Yeah. Yep. So, um, there you go. so maybe he was about to throw up, <laughs> and that's why he was like, "Dates." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, obviously, Raiders of the Lost Ark, huge, yep. uh, huge blockbuster hit for huge. Steven Spielberg. Uh, 
story by George Lucas and mm-hmm. somebody else who is better at writing things. Screenplay by Loris K- Lawrence Kasdan, who did The Empire Strikes Back as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, it's it's a classic film that sparked a franchise that uh, is still potentially ongoing. Yeah, certainly um, a beloved character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in two out of four films, everyone loves them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's something that Oops. not everyone can say, I guess. So it's this one and the skull one, right? Oh, God. <laughs> the skull one. <laughs> Indiana Jones, the skull one. Yeah. The Temple of the Doom Skull. Yeah. Doom Skull. Doom Skull. Why that's is that not a DC villain yet? It probably is. I probably bet is. it is. I meant like in yeah. the movies, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Doom no, Skull. It is. Doom Skull's a villain. Look it up. <laughs> Suicide Squad 2, Doom Skull. There's <laughs> oh my Doom God. Patrol is going to be coming to the uh, DC Universe streaming. Truth. Yeah. Truth. All right, guys. Well, we're going to talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark through a series of critical context. Do you guys want to get started? Yes, please. Chuckle up. Let's do chuckle the fuck up. Oh. Okay, let's do a context. The Nitpicky Realism Corner. Okay, the okay. nitpicky realism corner. Okay, this, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. I'm like, very excited about like this. Like you said when we finished watching yesterday, this uh, just positively, I'm like, yeah, yeah, God exists. Yeah. That I actually <laughs> yeah. think is an unbelievable twist for yeah. for what is otherwise a straightforward adventure movie. Yep. Like a lot of these sorts of adventure movies, you know, the suspension of disbelief about, okay, there's all these traps that were set, mm-hmm. these weird contraptions, these sure. Rube Goldbergs that all these ancient civilizations yeah. put into their temples. But that's all physical stuff. It's all yeah. physical. Yeah. You can yep. at least somewhat explain yeah. it away. Yeah. And then and then to have the climax of the movie be we open this box and literally God killed yeah. everyone who opened their eyes and saw it. Mm-hmm. And that's Mm-mm. insane. Nope. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like love it. I think it's a crazy, oh, I, too. I think it's yeah. a yeah. crazy twist. And a, a, a really bold decision, honestly. For, yeah, it makes for the it kind of movie of that fun. it is. Yeah. It makes it a more memorable experience that it wasn't just a movie about hunting down a MacGuffin. It was actually about yeah, spirits being real, <laughs> like Just, yeah. Well, and it, they did so the same cool. thing with the. Oh, never mind. That movie doesn't exist. Never mind. Doesn't exist. That's right. No Get other movies exist. I shouldn't have even mentioned it. <laughs> Don't talk about the skull one. Yep. <laughs> Don't talk about the skull one. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that's that's one that is more of a... It, that's definitely one that if we're being nitpicky yeah. about realism, that's one. Oh, so so like if we're being atheists, then... Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Is that ghosts have never come out of a, a box sure. and killed a bunch of Nazis. How about yeah, that? That's unfortunate. How about that? How about, know, that? how about that? How about that? Catch me on Nazis. How about that? That doesn't <laughs> make any sense. I'm sorry. No, it really doesn't. I'm so sorry, internet. You know, another thing about that scene in particular that did bother me, and I think within... Even the continuity of the movie doesn't make any sense. God comes out of a shiny box, and he gets real mad and kills everybody that looks at him. We all have seen that before. <laughs> we, we all know how that oh, works. Classic. So why do two of their faces melt, and one of them explodes? Yeah, that's a very good question. Why? Because yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like the same science is happening. Because he was right, dressed in a everyone. more silly outfit than the Nazis were. Well, and oh, let's, so let's, he was more angry. I need, yeah. at, I need to talk about Bella. what that guy was doing. What, what was Belloc was doing because he was doing a whole ritual with chanting oh, yeah. and everything in a yeah, very ceremonial that? garb mm-hmm. that we have had no indication nope. prior to this scene. Really of came out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, there was no setup for this at all, and so it's it, it's very odd. Um, 
for someone who we have been told is like kind of a douchey archaeologist yeah. like he's but, mostly just stealing other pretty people's accomplished shit. in pretty accomplished way, in ripping off other people yeah. yes so we but we don't have any indication that he's actually very good at or like knows no. a ton about this particular thing that's a good point you know what yeah we have no hint to say oh yeah he's like a shaman yeah <laughs> like he, he, he like, he like knows the, the secret words <laughs> yeah. to open this box yeah. which they just open like which it's just from a box the that opens like um I don't yeah I, uh, I do not understand what he's doing. I did love that Indiana Jones opened that book directly to the page he needed in the <laughs> it, what he was showing the guys that hey, drawing. He just looks at the archelite. Probably, uh, probably did the little dog ear on that page. Maybe. Oh, there you go. Maybe. I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah. That girl must have worked really hard to get "Love You" written on her eyelids. That is. Uh, she definitely needed a friend to help with that. For sure. That <laughs> probably I, hurt. I think you just mean she needed a friend. She needed a friend. Period. <laughs> she, she just needed a she friend. She needed just some buds <laughs> around to help out. Because, like, you don't lo- you don't write love you on your eyelids and blink at a professor. Albeit a very sexy professor. Oh, the so sexiest. Sexy. Honestly, young Harrison Ford, give me that. He can get it. <laughs> he can get it. Indiana Jones fucks, you guys. He does. Yeah, I he saw does. it. He literally fu- he fucks <laughs> underage girls. Well, that's... Yeah, that was a weird implication. Huh? That's, that's well, okay. not great. You knew what you were doing. Well, thankfully, they, they trimmed yeah. from the original script when they talked oh. about their actual relationship. And yes, she was underage. Wow. Well, um, that, I but mean, they, it was they left the implication implied. in there, but Ugh. they didn't, they didn't specifically like say that yeah, it's a pretty bad room. tone to set. But yeah, it's very you know weird. Because he's angry at her about it. Like he's yeah. angry at her for being he's, upset. He's yeah. really like yeah. pushy with her too. Like yeah. very physical. And she like she he like grabs her when she tries to strike him. And like it's, nasty. it's like it's not great. Nope, it's certainly not. But but that's very realistic. Very for a realistic. White man, a powerful, attractive <laughs> white 1936. man. Nineteen thirty six. So we don't have well, any, nit, any nitpicks to to do yeah. there. Doesn't yeah. fit this context. Certainly doesn't. Yeah. No. Um. Okay, let's talk the, about the, a few. the love you eyelids. Definitely a good one because there's yeah. no way there. They were that was just way <laughs> too, too, much detailed, too, detailed. too detailed. And he couldn't read that from that far away. Probably mm-hmm. he's looking also, at his glasses he's wearing. I'm gonna say carrying Marion in that woven basket mm-hmm. while she's writhing around. Was it one person? No, it's two. Two. It two. Even but it two did seem, people. Yeah, carrying well, she, that. She was like. Oh, Easy to pick out because she was like kind of wobbly. She was shaking. They were like, they but were like, doing this. There was a whole lot of shaking. Let's going play on. a game where okay. we pretend that we're we're normal people. Uh-huh. Let me get in Hang this on, basket real quick, uh-huh. and you both have to one pick me up. Period. <laughs> Second, carry me while I writhe around yeah, in and a, hold in down a, the lid somehow. But that's yeah, the thing. Like, we had that. Nah, nah, nah. She gets out of that so easily. But we'd have that 1930s man strength. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And she weighs like 20, 20 25 pounds in 1930. <laughs> yeah. Because like women in are In 1930 pounds, yeah. In 1930 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like dog ears. <laughs> weight is relative um, to time. Um, so wait, hang on. How they very quickly brushed off how she got out of that truck before it exploded. Did they, even they switched th- it. He they said, oh, they the must baskets. have switched the basket. But like, I think it was like how? a game of like, let's pre- let's make Indy think she dies, maybe. Super I was weird. also confused and I had to rewind that scene because I was like, wait, she, you yeah. thought she died, but you did the thing. And like, how was it a trap? Was it a trap? Was it not? It's a little clumsy. Like, was it intentional? It they was did a little yeah, not. They yeah, were like, really tough. they were banking on him blowing up the thing. And right. That he killed that his seems... 
Although yeah. I, I, I missed I missed that line actually where they said she said it, it was so quick switch the baskets yeah, yeah. yeah. well entirely. but like he mumbled it yeah. when he found her and so what was their is, plan yeah. like I say don't know. let's say hypothetically let's, let's say hypothetically say, the say, plan say, was to switch the baskets to trick Indiana Jones into thinking that she had been blown up what do they gain from that's that? that's not actually she's bad. not an archaeologist because they're she using doesn't her as have bait. the medallion. That they need, that they're looking for for the staff of Ra, and they don't yeah. think they need it because they've got that fake one that they made from the imprint on that guy's hand. Mm-hmm. There is literally no reason for their, them to keep her alive, yeah. except for the fact that Belloc has a crush on her. Clearly, yeah, well, I think that's one hundred percent it. That that that's could it, be yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so he he saw that writhing basket. <laughs> he saw and he was like. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, presumably they knew each other before that. But no, that's it. <laughs> that writhing okay. basket. Just like, I like the way that basket moves. <laughs> and then he was, and he was a little disappointed when it turned out to be a woman. <laughs> that's like, why you got that I dress. Just, I just wanted fit to for a basket. basket. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was more of a woven dress because then I could really try to bolster that take. A woman <laughs> in a just basket has a crush on a basket. Oh, Belloc. Oh, Belloc. Oh, Belloc. Belloc. Speak. That's the Elvish word for friend. What's the Elvish word for friend? Bello. <laughs> Fun. What's what's your favorite cereal brand? Kellogg's. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on to more nitpicks. Uh, mm. One that I noted that I'm not sure I'm not a herptologist, but I will say when they threw down those torches to the snakes, to the snakes, the snakes are in a very they form a very specific circular radius around yeah. those three torches. Mm-hmm. Snakes are cold-blooded. Yeah, they actually... They would probably get closer to the fire, probably. if mm-hmm. not directly up to it, but certainly in between those torches would be an ideal oh, spot yeah. for those snakes. That's like, mm-hmm. It's like throwing... Yeah, if you barged into my house and you threw like a bag of Cheez-Its... And like a hot tub. And you were like, ha ha, take that, David. And I was like, no, nah, actually, I'm good. I'm going to climb right in and chow down. It's snakes like don't, that? Snakes don't, <laughs> snakes don't eat fire. But my if point, just, my point stands. Quick. My point stands, I really love hot tubs. <laughs> <and she laughs> to, what, to what extent is it like that, though? It's like that in Simile the sense wise. That, that like Indiana Jones busted into their house and was like, take this, you snakes. And they were like, that's literally what we need to live. Thanks, dog. <laughs> that's our preference. Just yeah, like, actually, thanks a lot. Come in here during the winter, throw a comforter on the ground. Yeah. Take yeah. That. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a b- equivalent. <laughs> it seems no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Hot tub. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot tub yeah. and cheese. its yeah. Hot tub cheese. its Hot tub time machine cheese. its <laughs> Honestly, hot tub cheese. its though. Come on. Come on, y'all. But honestly, hot tub cheese. its Yeah. But I'd, be, I'd, I'd worry about soggy hands touching those suckers. Mm, well, soggy hands touching hands those suckers. Oh, well, wait, 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 wait. Stop everything. <laughs> is this a hot tub that's filled to the brim with Cheez-Its, or is it a hot tub filled with water that you just toss some Cheez-Its into? No, the Cheez-Its aren't in the water. They're just around. They're they're just reachable from inside. Yeah. The hot tub. So you oh. know how Halloween, you okay, go Bob and I, I also have the problem of getting Cheez-Its too wet. Yeah. I have mm. that problem. <laughs> I do it a lot. And I, it's a problem. This is a, this is a real issue in my life. Bath time Cheez-Its. Bath time Cheez-Its, yeah. yeah. I get it. I make my bathtub Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bobbing for apples. Yeah. But Cheez-Its and but worse. But Cheez-Its and so much worse. So yeah, much they worse. They just stick to your face because they're all soggy and bleh. 
Yeah, that's yeah, a face you get mask. orange face. Oh, no. And then so Donald Trump does his makeup in the morning. Hey. Yeah, he needs to resign if he keeps going on in orange mm-hmm. face like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> so offensive. Offensive to the Cheez-It community. Yes. The Cheez-It community. <laughs> Somebody think about Chester. Yeah. Cheeto. He's a cool. cheetah. He plays yeah. the saxophone. Yeah. He plays... He, he's Bill Clinton. He, he's the Bill Clinton of <laughs> snacks <laughs> mascots. <laughs> Yeah. So he's got to go. He's, he's problematic. Yeah, he's very problematic. <laughs> <That's> very problematic. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Any other? I mean, there's so much. There were some explosions that probably didn't need to be explosions, i.e. shooting the truck and it exploding. That doesn't happen. Sure. These, these are classic well, things there were known there, by the nitpickers. There was uh, a lot of explosive. Yeah, there were a lot of explosives like, in the back. In the, in, and oh, that, that's true. In that, in that truck, truck, there were. In other trucks, In no. other trucks, yeah, there were. In correct. the future yeah. chase scenes. Yeah. Uh, what about drugs. what about that guy getting cut up in that plane? Loved it. Is that realistic or is it not realistic? Well, no, that that well, that would probably happen. Would that happen? I think blood would splatter like that. Yeah. Do you think it would just he would just be vaporized? Basically? I don't think he'd be vaporized, well, no, but they didn't really they show the aftermath. Show, yeah, I don't think they would be right. able to show yeah. that. That's that's fair. In a PG-13 because I feel movie. like you'd kind of like gum up that engine and it would stop. Like they were pushing like, it with that possibly. guy getting shot in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was yeah. Holy crap! Man, I did not remember that when we watched that last night. I was like, holy shit. Also, I don't know, is, is nitpick socially realism corner? Oh, uh, But, not? like, when he shoots the dude in the middle of the square after he, like, challenges him to a duel. Yeah. Like, is that is that something that everybody would just let go? Yeah. Oh, my God. There were so many. Okay. Actually, also, yes, would that, his body yeah. stop the bullet? Entirely, or would somebody or would behind it, him get hit? Oh shit! Would it go through and like yeah. hit, hit and ricochet off a grassy knoll and come yeah. back <laughs> and have another entry point? Hey, JFK was killed by Harrison to, Ford. The only way to stop a bad guy with swords is a good guy with <laughs> a gun. <laughs> hey, we got a good guy with a gun motif. Um, <laughs> actually, that brings up one of my other weird, one of the other weird moments from that sequence when he's being when he's going after Mar- uh, Marion in the basket, mm-hmm. and he turns that corner, and then they start shooting at him with machine guns, and he's Big like shooting machine. back at them. And then those like fucking people, just like those random people who are just sitting around. One, nobody leaves. Nobody cares. Nobody is like, oh no, there's guns. There's going off right in front of me, like in both directions. People are just (laughs) sitting around. Like if you watch, if you watch it again, this street is lined with people just chilling. (laughs) And there's like machine guns going off and a truck full of explosives, and nobody does anything. But then. People literally go up to Indiana Jones while he's yeah. trying to shoot these people <laughs> yeah. and surround him and like just start rubbing on him. And it was like, like that what was really you? confusing. That was so yeah. weird. I felt like that was someone being very culturally out of touch with what any other yeah. nation. Yeah, or maybe America that's just how like. they dealt with people that would tip over strangers' baskets. So like, well, guess what? We're just gonna rub on you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you tip our. You just that's dump that's our laundry for that them? crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you have to get touched by lots of people. <laughs> All of the baskets carriers were like all right fuck this guy he just dumped all our laundry on the ground we got to give him the rubs <laughs> so they all got together and they're like go rub him the rubs. it'll really freak this is gonna, they're just trolls they're just trying to like drive him nuts as he's clearly trying yeah. to like save his friend yeah. and they're yeah. like Ooh, rubs. And, and the reason we don't do that in the u.s is that the supreme court declared that it was cruel and unusual punishment for right. a large crowd of people to just start rubbing it dude to, for knocking over their laundry to as ruth bader ginsburg said give someone the rubs it was, ruth bader, uh, it was a very yeah. recent ruling yeah. <laughs> it was like 2017 it's not cool to rub a boy Nothing. Rubble boy. <laughs> Rubble boy. Rubble boy. Rubble boy. I just Rubble didn't get boy. It. it went um, right over my head. Yeah. 
So that that to me was something that, from a realism standpoint, yeah. just the volume of that alone, that how whole loud scene, guns are. Honestly, that whole scene would never ever take place in the way that they shot it. It was very strange, pretty unbelievable. People, yeah, people had no fear of guns or bullets. Also true, no fear of guns or bullets, but snakes, sure, snakes, real spooky. Mm. <laughs> Agreed, though. That scene did fuck me up. When the with the snakes, I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, thank you, yeah. movie, yeah. no, thank you, and like showing the snakes coming out of different like orifices of statues and Oof, like, yeah. sculptures and stuff. Yeah, that was. Oh shit! That reminds me. Yeah, <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, skeletons <laughs> don't scream. Ske- <laughs> this <laughs> true, true. <laughs> As so we were watching true. the movie, we were both like, "Was that a George Lucas edition?" Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you know what? This part of the story needs. It needs a bunch of." Screaming skeletons. Screaming skeletons. Took the uh, words right out of my Screaming skeletons. <laughs> took the snake right on my dead mouth. <laughs> <laughs> screaming skeletons. It was so strange. Well, that- when it happened initially when Alfred Molina, when he came across his rubbery corpse, mm-hmm. um, the less the not not funny, skinnier Alfred Molina, Correct. when it came across his rubbery corpse, there was like sort of a scream sound effect built into the score, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. just an effect. Then right. later, when there's all nope. the screaming skeletons, I was like, what the fuck? I think it was canon that uh, Alfred Molina rubbery skeleton was screaming. He yeah. was actually screaming. Like, and now we know. Yeah, huh. and knowing is half the battle, skeleton wise. Skeleton wise. Yeah. Skeleton wise. <laughs> Andy Jones. <laughs> Real American adventurer. I uh yeah. Are there are there other nip I mean, honestly, let's be honest, you guys. There are about a hundred thousand oh, sure. things to nitpick about every action scene in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I mean, all almost silly. every scene. Uh, being dragged behind a truck on gravel. That's nope. oh my god. That at least you tear dead. your clothes oh, a little. Be, yeah, he'd be so shredded. At, <laughs> but not, not like, in a good way. <laughs> he wouldn't be like yolked. He'd be uh, like shredded, yeah, like graded. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, not even his clothes got even a little ripped. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> his clothes were fine. Yeah, <laughs> like a little dusty. He had plot armor. Sucks. <laughs> plot armor. Yeah, unrealistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this movie is by no means a realistic film. Yeah, it doesn't pretend to be. No, and that's part of what's fun that's about fair. it. But if you're gonna be a dick and be nitpicky. And we sure you got are. a lot to be nitpicky about. Yes. Do you guys want to move on to another context? Yeah. Sure. Let's try it. Let's try it. What is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? What is the true meaning of Christmas according to Raiders of the Lost Ark? Wow. <laughs> don't open presents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't peek. Open... Don't peek at your presents. Don't peek at your presents. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie about waiting to open your presents. <laughs> Or no, no, don't open someone else's presents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like don't peek at your presents. Don't peek at your presents. Specifically aimed at children. (laughs) Don't open your eyes. Like if if the present is open, you can't look. You can't look. You cannot look. No, you go back upstairs. You will die. Santa isn't finished. Don't barge in your parents' uh, room. When they're... <laughs> hey, if this room's a wrapping, don't come in that na- napping. Napping? Don't don't come napping this room where I'm wrapping presents. <laughs> <laughs> that old saying. That old saying. Hmm. I think it was old Blue Eyes who said. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This movie's just all about not peeking at your presents. Don't peek. It ruins it. Um, it ruins yeah. the fun. Yeah. God will kill you. He'll yeah. Build, he'll build your face oh, off. This is also another. A yet another movie where we've gotten the uh, true meaning of Christmas that is very much bi- like the biblical yeah. Jesus story right. is, is the truth. Yeah, the that's truth. true. That's an interesting yeah. point. 
even though <laughs> it mostly deals in uh, Hebrew and Egyptian mythology, Old Testament, yeah, right. Old Testament stuff. Yeah. Um, it's still certainly there is yeah. God, <laughs> yeah. According to this film, but he is angry. Right, actually, there's there lots is, of ghosts. There is God, but I, I think you bring up a good point. I don't think the God of this story is relevant at all to the true meaning of Christmas, because Christmas. About loving the true and giving. meaning of Christmas yeah. isn't is it doesn't have anything to do with the Old Testament God. It has yeah. everything to do with the New Testament God. True, mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Old Testament God, if anything, is sort of just like another player in this Christmas analogy. Mm. Or like, is it reinforcing the fear that we should have for the Old Testament mm. God to scare us into further ah. be- further belief of the New Testament God when He chilled yes. out. Right, so the true meaning of Christmas is remember how terrible your life could be yeah. if Jesus wasn't sent Remember for how you. bad it was before. Mm. Yes. I like that. That's one. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one. Sure. This, you could explode, is the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> you, could, you, could you could explode, explode period. God, There's no, <laughs> nothing else you could explode. Yeah. God would yeah. fuck you up <laughs> if it weren't for baby Jesus. Right. Yeah. So yeah, right. be happy. Yep. <laughs> That's the true meaning of Christmas, according to Indiana Jones. And no, excuse me, the true meaning of Christmas, according to Raiders of the Lost. Right, ah. right. Yes. Well done. There are other ones, though. And yeah, I think yeah. maybe better ones. Meanings of Christmas, according yeah. to Raiders of the Many. Lost. Art. It's a plural movie in that way. Man, mm-hmm. I have, I'm have i having a hard time getting past not peeking at your presents, <laughs> though. It's so good. Yeah, that's Mostly that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um,. Let's see. I uh, would definitely say don't steal other people's. Yeah. Like, is yeah. a part of it too? Like Absolutely. specifically Belloc being the villain and him being a classic, I'm just going to jump on once Indiana's found it and then mm-hmm. swoop. That's terrible. Like don't do that to people. Yeah. And honestly, that theme starts very early in the movie. Yeah. There is a, there is a student of Professor Jones that puts an apple on the desk. And then that fucker just grabs it and puts it in his pocket. He takes it. Yeah. And yeah, then puts right. like and then puts like invaluable things that are going to museum in the same pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, how it. many thousand year old germs are on that <laughs> apple? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, don't steal. Yeah. Don't steal other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I don't know if it's necessarily like a Christmas pro, related, but a pro sharing and pro giving movie. That's tough. Like I, it really I would say it. I would say it is. Yeah. I would say it is because Indiana Jones's whole deal is that he wants to find these relics, these archaeological things, sure, so that he can put them in a museum, so that they can be studied uh, and shared and displayed. Yeah. Okay. Whereas okay, that's true. the He's Nazis angry. want it to weaponize yeah, it in some yeah. way <laughs> or to sell it right. for gold. Like the, like that gold. that the golden statue at the beginning. Right, right. He right, wants right. it for the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. No, that's, uh, you're right. In a way, it's it's like the public good. Right. Yeah. Is outweighed. So maybe maybe this movie is just about you know it's kind of like a Christmas Carol, like doing right. good for the society in which you live, is the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. if yes. you don't do that, God will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's ultimately you know his he is motivated by profit at many points. Absolutely. He you know he talks about the money he'll be making on this trip, mm-hmm. you know, and how he'll get to. But ultimately, what 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 he wants is to save the Ark from the people. And honestly, he, oh, you know what? I was going to say he prioritizes people over things, but he doesn't. No. He was threatening to blow up the Ark to save Marion, yeah. but it was proven nope. that he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> he, the bluff was called. Yeah, yeah. bluff, yeah. yeah. So that's tough. That that kind of that kind of fucks yeah. that Well, narrative. it also probably would have killed Marion because she was very that's, close. She was right there. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically up in that Ark. Yeah. 
All up in that arc. All up in that arc. She was in that basket. She was in that arc. You know, she just loves getting inside <laughs> stuff. She is the present. <laughs> let's not. Let's not let's do not that. The ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> let's see. But he wasn't really that motivated on th- about the money because, like, the artifacts that he sold, like, that's got to be a worth 2000 That's got to be worth at least $2,000. That'll be enough to get me the place I need to go. So it seemed like he uses that money specifically just to get places. Sure. To, like, <laughs> get like, to the next place. He's like, travel expenses. Yeah. Right. Need my per diem. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. So I guess sort of a communal, but the the sharing of the artifacts with yeah. with mm-hmm. the the with the knowledge, and the learning, mm-hmm. and the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the true meaning of Christmas is uh, the Nazis suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Don't be a Nazi. Uh, they get yeah. they get coal in the form of melting your face off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's man. the real coal. I do think that the uh, prioritization of the arc over the person lends more credence to the divine narrative of the true meaning of Christmas, actually. So I think that yeah. is one point in that corner. Well, and he even says it's like, you know, we pass through history, but this is history. Right. And it's the the sort of reverence for mm. these these holy relics that have survived all these centuries, yeah. um, you know, being more important ultimately than any one person. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> uh, oh. That makes so, me think of another context, by the way. But oh, interesting. Yeah. So remember when we did Thor Ragnarok, and we talked uh, about yes. how Christmas isn't a place, it's a people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. So Raiders of the Lost Ark says Christmas isn't a place, it's also not people. <laughs> it's stuff. Yeah, stuff. it's the Ark of the Covenant. Christmas is stuff. stuff. Christmas is your presence. Yeah. It is, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. And don't peek. I just... And don't peek. I just had a... <laughs> What he says, this pocket watch, I got it for $10 on the street, but if <laughs> I buried it under the sand, it, it, it dug it up in a thousand years, it would be priceless. Yep. He's saying it's the thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if the context of this thing <laughs> is right. what makes it exactly. worth something. Exactly. It's, really it's not worth something on its own. Yep. It's the idea it's of the, the idea thing of that the makes thing. it valuable. So it is about stuff, but it's about ideas about stuff. Yeah. Christmas is about ideas about stuff, which it's honestly you, is kind of true. It's yeah. how you present the stuff to the person. Right. Huh. It's the yeah. it's the, the reverence and importance you put on the things. Holy mm-hmm. shit. That's more important than the things themselves. That's super really the meaning of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of like, is. Wow. Yeah. We finally did it. <laughs> we actually did it. God bless Bless us, everyone. <laughs> God explode us, everyone. <laughs> or melt some of us. Or, or melt, mostly not. Or shoot a laser through our chest. I guess. Shoot, shoot ghost. Yeah, lasers. that's true. And sometimes the, in our eyes. And then there's a lady, and she turns into a skeleton. Skeleton and yep. screaming skeleton. Looks like a banshee. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. It's, it's weird that all of the little guys got just zapped, and then the the more important guys got to melt. It was pretty expensive. Got probably, to too. melt. They got to melt. <laughs> The melting looked so good. That was the best effect. It, in this movie. it was good. There's there's a lot more graphic shit in this movie than I yeah. remember. Like it's like gross. Seems to me that you ended your life like a candle in God's presence. <laughs> God's presence. God's presence. Don't steal God's presence. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. is remember that baby Jesus is born. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess Indiana. Oh, excuse me. Raiders of the Lost Ark would pause it. That the true meaning of Christmas is it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. And that gift exchanges are important (laughs) because things are actually important because of what they represent, not the things themselves. And the things will survive. The importance of the things survive beyond Mm -hmm. the people. Transcends the people, which is better. 
You better let wild. it be a surprise. Yeah, let it be a surprise. Let don't open things that aren't for you, and yeah. don't and don't do look at them. Not peek. <laughs> don't don't do, do not peek. Do not open your eyes, Marion. No, that's bad. You can you can just cut and, that last bit. And open. you know what? <laughs> and you know what? Don't look down. There might be snakes. Yeah, there might be snakes in your stocking. Don't reach. Oh, yeah. I just made that up. Classic case of snakes in her stocking. <laughs> And also, There's a snake uh, in my stocking. Also, uh, don't wake God Daddy. <laughs> don't wake God Daddy. Now, see, there's a game I'd play. <laughs> right? <laughs> if, you, if you lose, your face gets melted. Don't wake God. <laughs> yeah. Don't wake Gotti. <laughs> don't wake Gotti. Gotti. Yeah, John Gotti. Yeah. John Gotti. <laughs> mean, don't do it. He sleeps with a gun under his pillow. <laughs> you definitely don't. Yeah. Don't, don't wake him up. <laughs> mm, seriously. You don't want to. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to do another context? Yes, please. Yeah. Let's get personal. All right, let's get personal. And you know what? I think this is actually going to be really interesting because this movie, as famous as it is, as many people have seen it, as much money as it made, uh, this is the first time that our good friend Mr. David Gutchie here has ever seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. True. So what was your experience like in terms of both what you knew about it before and then uh, your thoughts on seeing it? Mm -hmm. Well... I'll be honest, the people in my life that love Indiana Jones, I don't respect that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's not to say that they're bad. I, I, I should say I don't respect their taste Spilling spill the tea. All uh, right. Definitely not like, I, there's nothing wrong with liking Indiana Jones. Fine. But it is, if you are a big old Indiana Jones fan, that often is a red flag to me experientially or what's the word empirically sure that has that has not been a good track record for being a cool person that david will love to hang out with in fact it more often is a sort of oh you're kind of a misogynist sort of red flag which is not always yeah. cool in my experience i am not saying that everybody who likes this movie is a misogynist right it and, could be and true. what was your email address again oh uh, it's uh christian hagan at gmail.com damn it or christian oh. john hagan damn it <laughs> even still it's not getting to you bud what oh, fair enough yeah, we're good. What? No, we're good. It's Christian John Hagen at gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> yep, sure is. <sighs> Christian John Hagen. Son of a bitch. All right, keep going. <laughs> so you keep talking about your shit. <laughs> so but so that was kind of honestly, that's the lens I'm going in with is like the people that I've been that have told me that this movie is amazing. I don't really like very much. So I'll just, not, I'll just show my cell phone. That's not a great. See, that's the thing, though, is like <laughs> there are good people that like this movie. I firmly believe that. But the people that rave about this movie are the people that color my going into it lens. So I'm going in with pretty mixed expectations. I'm like, I know this movie's popular. I know a lot of people say it like did a lot for cinema. It was ahead of its time in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. It has some cool practical effects, which it did. Uh, and Harrison Ford rules. And I was like, great. Okay. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg at the height. So many people praise it for being their best thing. And it was all downhill from here. And I was like, okay, well I've got all that going in. And it was like a fine movie. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. to be completely honest, I had a nice time and it was a fun adventure movie. There were a lot of cheesy things that I really, really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. The best part of the movie was when, oh no, Toft, Tot, Tot, it's T O H T. Tot, uh, the 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 big old Nazi who loves the fish torturing man. people. Yeah, yes, yeah. the fish man, <laughs> Doug <Yes>. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> when Doug Jones came into the tent, when Mary, <laughs> when the shape yeah, of water, when the shape of water came into the tent, and he oh, yes. and he like he was like 
he has this precedent set that he loves to torture people. Oh, and he gets yes. out this chain thing, and he's like, here I come, Marion. <laughs> and then it's a coat hanger, yeah. and he hangs up his fucking coat. It's brilliant. The movie is it's so really cheesy, yep. and yeah. I love how cheesy it is. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. And I was very, un- I, that honestly was uh, unexpected to me. I did not see the level of camp that is present in this movie. I didn't see it coming. It, it revels in it in a way that I yep. think, I think when people, people lost sight of that especially the people who made it mm. lost sight of that as it went along <laughs> uh, especially when it got to kingdom of the crystal skull not right. talking about that but let's let's just say that like other lucas and spielberg movies that have some of the same elements or even some of the same characters as their movies from this era they forgot that the campy part was supposed to be fun and not just an aesthetic choice mm-hmm. like it's not just it looks like this because it looks like this it looks like this to serve the silliness of it yeah and practically too the practical effects are so key in making something (laughs) like this work Mm -hmm. you know when it when it becomes all cgi and it becomes so dead then it's like why are you doing this you have the technology and capabilities to do Mm -hmm. anything and you're doing this Mm -hmm. like when you're doing it practically you have to be creative and you can often be silly and it will look weird but Mm -hmm. that's the fun you know but yeah just like puppetry we yeah. we go way further to excuse something that doesn't look quite right if limitations exist. That's what we're operating yeah. within those limitations. Yeah. And it's so easy to think of this movie as like kind of like a throwback, like, oh, this is what eighties adventure movies was, and that wasn't what they were trying to do. That movie yeah. itself was a throwback to the old adventure <laughs> serials. Yes, absolutely. And that's what they're doing. And his, it's like with this reverent kind of fun that. take on it. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that, like his icon, mm-hmm. the hat, the whip the open shirt, like all that mm-hmm. being something that is not of the 80s. No. no, like, no. It's not cool. No. It's yeah. a weird like, hey, remember this? They, those fun adventure pulpy things. Yeah. That's this guy. But now. And that was weird. It yeah. became cool. You're like totally honestly, weird. Yes, it did, it did yeah. kind of become cool. Well, and I think part of that is setting it in 1936 was a, was a mm. choice that I think yeah, served true. the movie well. Because it would allowed them to keep that aesthetic of those old serials and do something fresh with it, um, with the technology available in, in 1981. And it mm. didn't; they wouldn't risk coming into political volatility because who doesn't hate Nazis? Now it'd be yeah. hard, but now, back now then it <laughs> might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Right? It was already a problem. Oh, never mind. We'll yeah. talk about something else. Yeah. But um, yeah, I liked it. The thing I didn't like about it the most was the sound mixing. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it's a weird thing to not. No, like, yeah, I mean it's important, but so much of the dialogue was so badly miked, and it's a technology thing. I get it, but I've seen movies that are much older than this that are way better sounding than this. Interesting. The the scenes in the lecture hall, specifically in the beginning of the movie, are just like a mic, like hang, like a boom mic hanging yeah. in the middle of a room, super echoey. If people aren't close to it, you can't really understand what they're saying very well. I was I was really disappointed by that, hmm, and I was yeah. like, "Come on, dogs! Like <laughs> you got budget, I know you do. <laughs> like you can make a couple more people. Like <laughs> it's not that hard." Or we did ADR have to do a, a lot of bit, we but, did have to do a lot yeah. of like volume adjusting. Yeah, uh, well, that was yeah. There was other factors involved in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I was you know I was listening through my computer on headphones, so like it was as present as it could be. Yeah, and sure. it was all over the place. Yeah. So that was like the only thing that I explicitly thought was disliked by me about this movie otherwise i had a nice time yeah cool awesome 
Well, and for me, this was only my second time seeing it. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw it was when I worked at the bookstore and I checked it out. So it was, what, three, four years mm-hmm. ago? Okay, sure. So I'm still like a newer convert to this. Mm-hmm. I, my experience with Indiana Jones is a bit more embarrassing in that oh. up until I saw this movie, I'd only ever seen the second and fourth ones. <laughs> and the fourth one was the first one I saw. And when I told people that, they'd be like, no wonder you don't like Indiana Jones. Because <laughs> yeah. those yeah. movies are yeah. absolutely terrible. Actually, mm-hmm. having rewatched Temple of Doom, I like it a lot more than I did the first time mm-hmm. I saw it. it. It gets more fun on, on rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, by far and away, a thousand percent better than uh, either of those movies, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more fun and a lot more, I don't know, the story just has more... Um, it just feels classic. Yeah, it fe- it feels more classic. It, it's mm-hmm. got sort of a, a like a uh, there's like an odyssey to it, not like mm-hmm. the right. odyssey, but I just mean that it has an adv- av- as an adventure story, you really are taken along for a ride. Whereas in some of those, it really feels like there. This is actually something that comes up a lot in newer adventure movies. I, I'm thinking of like the later pirates of the Caribbean movies uh, mm. and and other okay. similar films that become um, fetch quests. In the sense that they have to go from place to place, crisscrossing the globe, with very poor justifications for why they're traveling mm-hmm. so far to go do this one thing, so they can travel to this other place to do this one thing to do this other yeah. thing. And often those fetch quests are indiscernible from the one you were just on. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I, to to me, the best adventures narratives are the ones that are more of a straight line. And there might be there might be like twists and turns. So it might get a little curvy, but you're not backtracking. You're not saying, I have to go here. Ah, shit, I got here, and now I realize I have to go to this other place to get back here to do the thing. You know, it's like yeah. it's like they they go, they have their mission, they are confronted with obstacles on the way to that mission, but that mission doesn't change. You know, the, the ultimate huh. goal is yeah, the same. Yeah, the very beginning. That's, yeah. um, and, and, you know, I really appreciated that, and I think that's something that's, something that's hard to write. Uh, and be compelling because it is hard to create enough obstacles for an objective like that for it to be like I genuinely don't know if he's going to be able to pull this one off (laughs) Um, and to have surprises too Um, uh, but yeah and and the characters are mostly uh, fun and likable the woman who plays Marion I always forget her name she is so much fun yeah, uh, I I really yeah. love her. Her introduction uh, is great. Her introduction is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That, that drink that, off. That drink yeah. off. So good. It's so good. And she hams it up too. I love. Yeah, that. I love that oh, she's yeah. like a ringer. She's like, I'm gonna pass out. She's like, No, nah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm actually in a close up shop and clean everything and get into a fight. Yeah, and be totally fine. She sobers up really yeah. well. <laughs> not not so much visually, but I think in terms of her mannerisms and just her her overall uh, persona, she reminded me a lot of like a young Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Like oh. the f- when Jennifer Lawrence is in fun mode, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what she reminded me of. Where she's okay. f- she can be feisty mm-hmm. yeah. and it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I see that. As long as I don't think about their faces because they don't look that. That's similar. what I'm saying. Is yeah, but, they but don't get look the, that the similar, vibe. but they get a they have a similar yeah. vibe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, like that. Or like Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, vibe wise. Yeah. Where where there's like she can do serious, but she's also mm-hmm. very playful yeah. and. Like, but strong. She plays, she also. plays coy very well. She, I think, as a female character, she she's well written considering, yeah. uh, considering the way the script cons- treats her. Too. Considering like, the, yeah, scri- the way the yeah. script treats her, the way Indiana Jones treats her. Yeah, yeah, yeah the way they that. do that. I yeah. think just as a character on her own, given better opportunities, she could do yeah. quite well. But 
the actors did great so sure did yeah so watching it again was a lot of fun um and and of course you of all of us have seen it the most bond yeah i grew up with this movie like a lot of people of our generation right right most (laughs) like the majority of people yeah normal um the norms so this is just one of those movies that was one of the early injections in my brain of Mm. what uh adventure is and Mm, uh informed how i play on the playground a lot and it was just fun like i got like between that between watching this growing up and jurassic park i got like really the idea of like archaeology and paleontology like all that kind of stuff, like searching for things and digging up, became very yeah. exciting for me. Which Especially is on the playground. Yeah. <laughs> so much sand. Yeah, exactly. So much sand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just hate sand because of Star Wars. Yeah, it right. gets everywhere. It's it coarse. gets everywhere. Yeah. It's rough and it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> of <laughs> I don't know why I said <laughs> hey, it's me, Anakin it's r- Skywalker. It's me, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> hey, the sand here, it's rough and it's coarse, and I have a chin skew. Hey, you guys want to get a dog and see the game? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I was picked afraid. up an accent from Watto. Yeah, yeah, that he grew up with Watto, so he got a little bit of Watto in that him. That would be great. Got a Watto, Watto. He got a little Watto in him. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's one of those movies that just, uh, I don't know, made me feel more adventurous as a kid. And it mm. even informed like other things I was into in terms of other entertainment. Like, for whatever reason, mm. this actually is part of what got me into RPGs, probably because of the sort of fetch quest oh. aspect of it, like the questing sort of style sure, of gameplay. Sure. Um, so yeah, it had a pretty big impact to me oh, as a cool. kid. Um, between this one and the third one, that was in heavy rotation at my house growing mm-hmm. up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I like that comparison because it, this actually did feel a lot like I was like, oh, of course they made video games of this. Of yeah. course, Tomb Raiders and exactly. all these right. sorts of other yep. iterations of this exist because it's such a good template. Yep. You just invent magical thing that does X, <laughs> and then you invent the other person that is trying to also get that you have to fight them to get it you have to solve puzzles you have to elude traps like it's all there yeah. well and the evolution many, many of video times. games have been have been so informed by hollywood yeah and yeah. and noting that the time when video games were really kicking off and evolving coincided with the era of blockbuster films like mm-hmm. blockbusters Surprise. didn't really exist until the mid to late 70s as a as a term as a as a summer institution yeah you know that wasn't a thing and then it became a thing mostly because of Spielberg and Lucas. And so that was also the time that video game technology made its way into people's homes. And right. so game designers were starting to uh, design games that they thought people would enjoy. And the people were enjoying these big movies. So you got a lot of things like like Pitfall and the Indiana yeah. Jones game. The, yeah. uh, which I played and d- had <laughs> never seen the movie. <laughs> but I played it. That's I, hilarious. I That's played so that Raiders of the Lost Ark game for the uh, Atari system, the Atari oh 2600. And uh, it was really, really hard. Super hard. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so yeah. S- the evolution of video games has come as the evolution of Hollywood blockbusters, action films, those kinds of things. Um, and you know, you can also talk about the way that they've been marketed, you know, games have been marketed towards certain target audiences and how those audiences line up with certain movie, you know, movie audiences. And I I think that, sorry, that, that storytelling, that, uh, adventure questing aspect of it, I think, uh, lent itself a lot to how people thought of how they should form the, the structures of their games. And Mm -hmm. that's become a template. 
you know, for how we think about video game narratives. Yeah, and like Uncharted exists solely because Indiana Jones exists, Absolutely. and they actually actively say, no, he is directly inspired by Indiana Jones. <laughs> in fact, we're hired, we hired Harrison Ford to voice a character in this series <laughs> because it's inspired by Indiana Jones. Uh, that's yeah. yeah, and it's fantastic. And yeah, they, it's they, they made no bones about it. Yep, no Jones about it. Ah! Damn it, that was the obvious joke. I'm sorry. No so Indianas sorry. about it. <laughs> Nailed it. No Raiders yeah. about it. No Raiders <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. so personal experience-wise, I think we all enjoyed this movie. Yeah. yeah. I had a few. I mean, it's a movie from the 80s. There were plenty of misogynistic problems that yes. I had with it. Not problems that I had with it because I'm a misogynist, but problems with it in the way that characters are misogynistic. How dare there not. be any women? They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's one? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but even, Two, if you count you know, the woman who wrote Love You on her eyelids. Oh, God, right. yeah, that's true. There's plenty of extras in this movie, yep. I guess. But yeah, for the most part, I had a nice time, and yeah. it has aged better than a lot of movies from the eighties. Yes, yes, it right looks now. surprisingly good yeah. for its age. Yeah. Um, that actually, while we're on the personal subject, that brings me to my uh, a, a, a new edition of a feature we haven't done in a while, mm. which is David's Beatbox. <laughs> this time presented <laughs> by Christian. <laughs> um, I had my favorite moment in rewatching it last night. Um, I was a little bummed because Bond was looking at his phone when it happened, which happens. Yep. It's okay. It, and it was such a quick, like, blink and you miss it moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be fair, I was looking at my phone specifically for something about the movie. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fine. But so so that car chase, uh, during one of the car chases, mm-hmm. I think there might have only been the one, but the one yeah. where there was the, the trucks and then the car and the yeah, motorcycles the big or whatever. car chase. Right. The, the iconic set piece car chase. There was a movie. moment when an extra suddenly lands on the hood of either the car or the truck. I'm not sure which, but he lands on the hood and like his face for a second, all you see is like his hand and his arm and like that part of his body and his face is kind of blocked by the th- the divider of the, the windshield. Mm-hmm. And then he specifically leans into frame, <laughs> looks down the barrel of the camera and goes, Ooh, and then like, and then pulls away. Like clearly his, ta- they were told him lean in, Look scared, look away. (laughs) And it's watching the blocking of that moment is so much fun. And I laughed so hard because that was like, that extra had a great day. (laughs) That extra was having fun. (laughs) I think... uh I think the only moment in this movie, I, I mentioned something earlier, but I won't bring that one up again. Okay. Um, it, there's a moment in this movie that made me do a sort of, wait, what? <laughs> By paying attention to a little thing. And it wasn't as much a beat as it was a uh, strange choice again by an extra which are always the things to look for yeah. in movies oh, like this. Oh, for sure. Especially this era too. It's littered with extras and they can't shoot as many times as we can now and they can't yeah, edit things out in the same way yep. as we can now. So there's more mistakes made in the background of movies. In the beginning, there are a, when he's running away with the treasure and they're getting on the planes and he's being pursued by a group of humans mm-hmm. and they all have bows and spears and they're all trying to get him. One of them, as he runs into the tree line towards the beach, you can see the beach in the distance and he's running through the trees gets out a bow to shoot an arrow at him and shoots in probably the most... I, I don't understand how 
he was told to do this. It is impossible <laughs> that he was told to do this. He shoots over the tree line. <laughs> like Harrison Ford is <laughs> exactly on eye level with him, and he aims up and just shoots straight up into the air, oh even God. though Harrison Ford is right there. He's and right I noticed that, him. and I was like, huh. It is shocking. Yeah. Back to the nitpicky huh. realism corner for a second. Yeah. How the fuck did he not get hit by anything? By any yeah. bullets, <laughs> arrows, anything. Anything, especially in that sequence. Where presumably these people have to hunt for their food. I know. I was thinking, yeah. like, he knows where arrows go. He's, he's not running shooting in a straight line. Yeah, he's not zagging. Yeah, he's not serpentine at all. No, he's not Oh, man. Yeah, so that yeah, there's a lot to love about this movie but, in terms of the oh yeah the yep. silly the silliness of it all. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you guys want to move on to one more contest? Yeah, yes. Like if you pulled if you pulled a Peter Jackson and split this into three movies, how would you do it? If you pulled if you pulled a Peter Jackson <laughs> and split this into three movies, how would you do it? How would I do it? I guess I'd call one Raiders of the Lost Ark, right. the other one Temple of Doom, <laughs> okay. the okay. other one The Last Crusade, and but, make it the last one. But it would have <laughs> to still be this story. Absolutely. Yep, but just it would just be movie. called that. Yep. But that's how you, you just call it. Yeah, because uh, you got Raiders of the Lost Ark, so they're like, you find out they're looking for this Ark. Uh, <laughs> temple of Doom, they have to go find the little temple place to find out where the Ark actually is. Sure. And then The Last Crusade is just the end of it. They're just going on a little crusade to get the arc, and yeah. uh, it's yeah. yeah. You okay. know, it's funny. Those are pretty good titles for right? movies. Yeah, yeah, weird. Uh, I should be a Hollywood. Like you writer. just like pulled those out of your ass, right out, right out. Wow. Right, yeah. out they're still wet. They still full. wet. Yeah. Wow, nasty! I those can't believe I accepted them from you with my titles. bare bare hands. Yeah, but I sure did, and I'm holding them now. They <laughs> smell bad. They do smell bad. Why ideas smell bad? Why ideas smell bad though? It's the suppository I've been taking. Uh, it just makes things smell worse. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I believe it's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if if you if you pulled the Peter Jackson and split this into three <laughs> movies, how would you do it? For real, yeah. Uh, For real. Um, this one isn't what we've done the last two? No. no we haven't okay. done this in a okay. while. The last time this came up was A Christmas Carol, and we did it That's very right. quickly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One for each ghost. One for each ghost. Yeah. One for each ghost. So I don't even know if that counts, oh, but that's no. the last time it came up. That's right, because we we got it for another movie since then, but yeah. it was within the two. Episodes. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so this is going to be extra interesting yeah. because, because this is going to make a trilogy because, of films because. that is an adventure narrative grounded in reality at which <laughs> the climax of the third one is that ghosts come out. Mm-hmm. So out. like, yeah. so it's like Return of the King. It's really gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna oh, be shit. well, but at least that one had like magic and shit. Already. There were ghosts. Yeah, but already. ghosts came out. Well, that's true. They did come but out. But I just mean like, this is gonna them. be this is gonna be a movie that's grounded in what we presume is archaeological reality. Mm-hmm. And for then two movies, for two and a half movies, which actually makes least. that twist even more yeah. spectacular, spectacular or terrible. If you're an audience member who yeah. loves these yep. movies, and then you get to the third one, and you're like ghosts yeah like at least if it's all in one movie you mm-hmm. can be like oh that's a cool twist but yeah. if it's at the end of the third movie you're like you just ran out of ideas yeah. steven spielberg <laughs> would be assassinated <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if i'd go that well, that's true i guess yeah. well maybe he would at least be like ribbed condemned yeah <laughs> totally r- totally dunked on on twitter you get razzy dunked on you get razzy razzy for sure razzy <laughs> for sure um yeah so what's the first movie what is the first movie? This movie doesn't have as traditional of an act structure as some of the movies we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we may have to blow up or shrink certain parts I guess of it a little bit more aggressively. Blowing up 
the I would I would take the movie so it goes back and starts a little bit earlier than this movie actually does mm-hmm. um, because they imply that other adventure that's very very good um, yeah that's true that, who they come across they as did. skeleton yeah. and they go in there so they could start we could start with that and start with that skeleton who's that skeleton yeah start with that red skeleton mm-hmm. um, and see exactly what led him to even know yeah. about the idol and all that stuff in the first place mm-hmm. and have that adventure be more of the first movie. Sure. Um, yeah. And then like have them finding out about the arc and the whole thing there uh, be the end of the first movie. Mm. So, so definitely Alfred Molina is a bigger character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Molina is his good, good buddy, much like John Reese Davis is his good, good buddy <laughs> in this one. Yeah. Um, which would yeah. be kind of the second movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, you would yeah. get, and you would get I, I more like backstory with Belloc and, uh, oh, and totally. Indiana Jones, like oh, whole totally. rivalry. Yeah. And, and, and you'd also get more of him at, at college. Yeah. Like, as a professor. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I think, I think honestly, explore those, those nasty girls. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no, thank maybe, you. Maybe, that was an unfortunate way for me to say that. Uh, no, I wasn't listening you. to myself I as I said that sentence. I get you. I forgive you. I have the power. I wasn't asking for forgiveness. I was just saying it was unfortunate. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I, I think you could almost start it at, at the point that the movie starts it. I mean, a little bit before. I don't know if we need to see that guy's whole thing. Not the, the whole thing. But, but maybe like that. Maybe yeah. his part starts where this one starts, where mm. he's already like almost at the temple and then he dies very quickly. And then we maybe get like a title card and then like maybe Indiana Jones finds out what happened to that guy. Exactly. Or like here's that thinking. guy disappeared. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And then so yeah. he and so then we get to see him, you know, meeting Alfred Molina and those other guys, mm. putting his posse together. Uh, putting the plan together to go in there and yeah i think it would have to tie in i think it would have to tie in somehow to the arc a little bit earlier to make it seem to make it seem like a more coherent trilogy um you'd have to have some indication of that being an important thing that they were working on or thinking about earlier in the story of the first one yeah you could like make it more clear or just make it that we know that it's a staff of raw thing but we but we find out later that the Staff of Ra is actually how you find the Ark of the Covenant, and that's how they're like, oh, this is about the Ark. Oh, may- oh yeah. maybe the Staff yeah. of Ra is the MacGuffin of yeah. the first one. And then it become- then they yeah. realize that the Staff of Ra is yep. used. Okay, that yeah, yeah that I, I was thinking a, a key thing. You know, yeah. you think, I want this, and then it's all a bigger picture. It keeps yeah. zooming out and keeps revealing bigger and bigger artifacts. Mm-hmm. Or the whole point is to go get the Staff of Ra, you know, or the, the little golden name whatever that was yeah <laughs> that little guy was integral in getting the ark of the covenant Somehow, eventually yeah. yeah but i i like the idea more that they they find it and they go because that's classic first movie mm-hmm. <laughs> first movie says we did it and then the plot is actually much bigger than yeah. they expect it to be and it's going to take at least a couple more movies to find <laughs> that real prize right yeah, the, the groundwork's been laid, but there's more to do. That's mm-hmm. a classic end of Act One sort of situation. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think we could also have more of the political angle of 1936. You know, the Nazis, World War Two is in full swing, mm-hmm. but the U.S. is still neutral. Mm-hmm. And oh, so right. the fact that his mentor Ravenwood is caught like on a communique with the Nazis could indiana jones in some serious difficulty even though america's not at war with them if he's planning on going to 
look up artifacts that the government's like, no, the Nazis are also looking for that. That could really put him in some hot water. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they would like, maybe there would be a bit more tension about that. Yeah. Um, Do you think they would not want him to? No, I think maybe they would emphasize the importance of getting it for America. Ah, like they would make it's a Cold they War would, sort of thing. They would, yeah, they would make it more of a Cold War sort of. Well, Cold War, well, but yeah, like I guess not. a World War. But they would make it more of like an almost an espionage kind of thing, like more totally. of like a you have to get to it before the Nazis do, because even if it's nothing, they think it's something, and we can't let them. And if win. it is something, then that's bad. And even if it's not, they got it, and that will right. look like good press for them. Right. But you also sure. can't make it look like the Americans are doing it because that could drag them into World War II if, right. if the Nazis so found out. Independent contractor. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Indie contractor. Uh, if you will. If you will. God damn it. Um, yeah. So I think having that, that mm. could create a movie that. Totally. On you get its a little own. bit more political. You get a little bit more college life, which yeah. is always college fun. life, bro. Little, like National Lampoon in there, and no. you could, they would probably do a lot more no. of the stuff like the uh, the classic Back to the Future thing, where he goes to an era like where it's a period drama, and they drop all sorts <laughs> of references <laughs> to <laughs> pop culture oh, of the time. No, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You remember 1936? <laughs> And they could do a uh, Back to the Future type thing where the person that first goes in the cave and gets killed off and is no longer in the movie is Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that, that would be good. good. Yeah, um, be I didn't good. mean to say it like that. Uh, so what would the Ugh. second movie be? That's the, the big lingering. The movie. rub. Yeah. The what? rub. Uh, it would be about the rub. The uh, the basket <laughs> people that, uh, that had all their laundry dogs on the ground. Say, it's just a big, long, long dance piece rub. involving yeah. them rubbing Indiana Jones in a weird alley after sure. he got shot at by sure. guns. <laughs> it's an erotic modern dance piece. I guess it would mm-hmm. probably be, for me, in my vision, it would be everything from Nepal on yep. to... Okay. Where he finds the location of the arc with the laser. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, or him that's getting a good ending. Scene. Him and Marion getting trapped in that chamber with Ooh. the snakes. Mm. They oh, leave him there, and that's like the the like cliffhanger yeah. ending. Is how are they going to get out of this? Yeah, yeah. And so then when the next movie starts, it's them getting out of there. That's fun. And so then yeah, okay. that could be fun. And then yeah. it's just like racing to because then at that point they already have the arc. Yeah. But then, um, the, and Nazis, then, it's, then the Nazis have the but art. The Nazis yeah. have it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, shit. It's like and a very opens, Empire Strikes Back. The bad uh-huh. guys are winning. And then it opens with a great opening action scene with the whole yeah. plane thing. The amazing plane scene. Yeah. That's great. Because the arc. Because yeah. that's after that. Yeah, that's right. It's pretty much right after. Yeah, that'd be. That's actually great. That's a great opening scene. Yeah. You get a nice ten minute like action adventure. Yep. And then and then you got to stretch out some stuff in there. Yeah. But it can be a little bit more of a pursue across the galaxy sort of yeah. plot. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a pursuit plot, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Which it's, is a fun third movie. It's like, yeah. oh, at the end of this movie, it just slipped through our fingers, and then again, like, look how close it still is, and now uh, it's driving away. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then Marion gets caught again, and he yep. has to go and rescue her, mm-hmm. and then there's yep. the whole stare down with the <laughs> the missile like the missile launcher. Yep. yep. And but then, that just goes on for 10 minutes. Well, and then <laughs> maybe the we key. get- We just got to like well, yeah. work for time. Well, we'd probably get more explanation yeah. as to what the ritual is that they're doing with actually, the arc. We, we, that would be great. That would be very <laughs> helpful. We skipped the boat scene entirely. <gasps> the boat scene. The boot. Yeah. Because that boot. happens before the missile launcher, because he gets- yeah. The Nazi uniform right. and the missile launcher because oh my God, that, he rides yeah. the U-boat that never dives for the yeah. entire <laughs> and somehow yeah. But yeah. yeah so yeah maybe okay. he smuggles his way onto the U-boat yeah. uh, somehow like he gets in yeah there's and some espionage to, like, sequences yeah, yeah. There too. it's yeah. like a Metal Gear like Solid but like yeah. 1936 <laughs> edition yeah. yeah that'd be great I'd watch it yeah. very uh, tense sure. yeah no <laughs> um, that could be good why not 
Yeah, and so it's a it's a bit more action heavy than the f- mm-hmm. first one. The first one's maybe less action, more like more uh, tomb puzzles. Mm-hmm. I think more tomb a, puzzles. I think there's yeah. a lot yeah. of tomb puzzles. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. First yeah. One. A lot of a lot of tomb puzzles, and then like intrigue, and then like yeah, sort of the build up of the oh maybe sort of like the fear of uh, magic, the fear of the sort of mysticism, yeah. and then he's like completely dismissive of it. Um, huh. And maybe there's more hints of it being a thing. Yeah, and then and nice. then it makes so the then it's end a lot of this less, less ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Then yeah. it would yeah. say that it would say, but like Indy doesn't see it. Like Indy isn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but maybe are we aware. as an audience <laughs> see that there's something going on. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and maybe even just very subtle in that, like with that golden idol. Maybe there's but just enough. something, something yeah. enough that we as an something. audience are like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and also, I do think, I cannot stress this enough, even a couple lines about Belloc having some experience with <laughs> yeah. the occult or ancient Hebrew so texts or get something. That outfit. Like, what are you doing? They, they where give, is this coming from? They give the expert on the occult backstory to Indy. They do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He has that. But he doesn't. Yeah. He The only thing he remembers is don't look at it. Yep. That's the that's the big piece of information. Maybe he even that he says remembers. he doesn't even know that much. It's yeah. Ravenwood and Ravenwood's yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> so like he did. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It is. It is and amazing. then Marion would probably get more of a more of a role. Yeah. Maybe especially as she's getting sort of kidnapped, maybe we do mm. see more of her Ooh, that's fun. um yeah. like her struggles to escape. Mm. Maybe she manages to escape for a while, yeah. but something happens i kind of like the idea that she gets her own arc in either the second or the third mm-hmm. movie like maybe they even split up for a time searching for the nazis yeah in the third movie and then maybe. get reunited uh yeah I, I just like the idea of following her without following indy yes. because i think she's a very good actor she's a great and character I think and a could, great actress she could yeah. do a lot of really good she's clearly doing fine on her own like she isn't the sort of character that needs to be dragged into things yep. she drags right. herself into plenty of things like just because she doesn't know as much about archaeology specifically yeah. as Indiana Jones does, she's just as strong as he oh, is. Yeah. Super savvy. She's yeah. super savvy. She she's knows clever. how to get things. Like she, yeah, yeah. yeah she's like and Morgan Freeman in the Shawshank charming. Redemption. Yeah, she's charming as fuck. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so she's got a lot of the same tools yeah. that he does. It's just mm-hmm. that she doesn't get to use them mm-hmm. in this movie. Right. Um, Whoops. Whoopsies. Yeah. So there, there are plenty of things that this movie. Uh, sets out there and doesn't really explore that could be explored a little bit yeah more. yeah it, like the silmarillion just like the silmarillion it's just like just like that peter breeze. jackson would do that fun breezy <laughs> read yeah <laughs> yeah oh man is it unput downable it's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite category of book <laughs> it's drinkable as well drinkable so drinkability drinkability <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so I think we Peter Jackson did. Yeah, yeah right? we sure did. did. We do Guys, it? we did it. We did. We talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark in wow. in a bunch of different critical contexts. We did. We did. Guys, Yay. do you remember which ones we did? Yeah. I know one. It oh, was yeah? get personal. Oh yeah, we did. We li- we let's got personal. We let's got personal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Bond, do you remember any of them? Oh, we made it into three movies. Yeah, we did the Peter Jackson split into three movies. <laughs> we sure we did. Sure did. We also mm, we, we talked about uh, nitpicky the nitpicky realism. realism part. Yeah, yes. nitpicky realism. I almost part. called it. He yeah, who he, he who shall no longer be named. Uh, and there was another one. That's sure true. Yeah. Wow, That's that is the true true. This one's yours <laughs> yeah. to take, bud. What if this movie was Cloud Atlas? <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Atlas, a movie. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I could just look. 
It's not as fun. Not as fun. Um, it's gonna hurt my head once we actually hear rom com. Oh, rom com. Oh, okay. Here we go. What was the true meaning of Christmas? That's right. We, yeah. yeah, I feel like we nailed that one. We yeah. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Yeah. And don't peek. That, and don't, don't peek. peek. Do not fucking peek. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I This movie is, is a goofy good time. I love it. It's yeah. a goofy good time. Well, uh, it's that time of the show. Everyone's favorite. Uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? My butt. Yeah. Woo! That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I also, I'm also on a show called Hypothetic Cast. It's pretty fun. You should yeah. listen to it. Hypothetic Cast. Just Google it and everything you ever wanted will appear. <laughs> it's true. So Just good. try it. There's so only good. one way to know mm. is to Google Hypothetic Cast, click on it, subscribe, download all the episodes twice, and twice. then so everything you love will appear. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. Okay. And your email again is ChristianJohnHagen yeah. at gmail.com. Damn it. Uh, okay, and Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug? Also my butt. Um, yes. And also my Twitter handle is at mbonbon. Um, mbonbon. For Twitter organization. Um, <laughs> and then also uh, as my little bit of pop culture that I've been enjoying that I recommend is something that I probably a lot of people that would be listening to this have probably already done we just talked about it today it's been playing in the room next to us the whole time we've been recording <laughs> that's right uh yeah. is russian doll yeah um that is a fantastic series on netflix it is only eight half hour episodes so it's four hours total it is worth sitting through and watching it all in one go it is wonderful it's fantastic yeah. it's a yeah. movie yeah it's, yeah it's basically a movie it's yeah like lord parts. of the rings yeah <laughs> length movie yeah uh, it's, and it's so much it's so good some of the some great performances oh, Natasha yeah. Leone uh, I don't know the actor that plays I don't either I yeah. didn't recognize him from, from anything Charlie yeah. Barnett is that is his name okay. but, I, but okay. I don't he I don't was, recognize him he blew anything. me away there's one on episode he was on Orange is the New Black as well okay, uh, okay. As, a, as a secondary character there was an episode in particular where he just I noticed that yeah, a lot of yeah. the second, a lot of the minor characters yep. were from Orange mm-hmm. Is the New Black yep. in yeah. this one. And I love that Amy Poehler was also one of the cr- like story yeah. creators and executive producers and, and like yeah. wrote some of it. Yeah, yeah. it's very is it's it's a really well, good show. That's the thing. The writers' room, one hundred percent female yep. in the show. Yeah, uh, and the directors yeah. too. I think. Yeah, it it's just an incredible show. It's so good. It's mm. really good. Yeah, check um, it out. Yeah, definitely check out Russian Doll. Uh, I I would like to plug my butt. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, like it's good that yeah. you're I, able to, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to. That's okay. the thing is, I'd like to plug my butt. Oh. I just don't know if I can, you guys. Uh, what's yeah, uh, just have to what's go too uh, much? Need some modium? Yeah, what's happening? Well, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to talk about this on air. <laughs> we well, want you but to. since you've give, prodded me, give the people what they want. <laughs> since we've probed you, since you've probed me about it, um, <laughs> aliens. Uh. Hemorrhoids are <laughs> now a bitch. what are you gonna say after all this? It's the hemorrhoids, oh, huh? Shit, hang on, let me steal that joke and I'll edit out your thing <laughs> so I can say it. Nope. <laughs> leave, it, leave it out, leave all that okay, in. Okay, let's get hold on, let's all make it clean. Let's make it clean. Okay, okay ready? <laughs> hemorrhoids are hemorrhoids a bitch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, this time, this time for sure. No, we got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yep. Hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids are a bitch. Are <laughs> uh, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? The wreck mutters opposite an ambiguous bean. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Eat Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! Uh, no, no, no. Here's, here's what we do. Yeah. You and I, you and I do the, uh, uh, like, you can be like, hey, have you seen Indiana Jones, and, or have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? And then, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. And then before we can finish, you interrupt and be like, hey, guys, you want some dates? And then we'll be like, dates? And you'll be like, yeah, eat them. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. then that'll be the whole thing. Yeah, you go right. dates, I'll be like, what are you supposed to do with those? Well, no, he'll be date. He'll be interrupting our conversation. No, I know, dates. I know. <laughs> Okay. And my response. Oh, I see. <laughs> our response to that is you say dates. And I'm like, what are we supposed to do with those? And he goes, yeah. date them. Oh, okay. I love yeah. it. Round robin, baby. Okay. Round robin. <laughs> Dumb. Um, what was hey, doing yeah. wrong? hey, Christian, have yeah. you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. We were supposed to get interrupted by now, I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Hey, this is Wendy's. I'll be your waiter. Uh, I. <laughs> I brought out your plate of uh, of dates for you to eat. This is the weirdest Wendy's I've ever been to. Why do you? Why do they have dates? <laughs> and then he said to eat already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Cue the music. <laughs> I love. So the I nailed it. Right? Set up for that. Just for it nailed to just it. Completely fall just apart. Nailed it. <laughs> it's dates to eat them. <laughs> Did I do it? Oh. Uh, all right, let's we try. Can, we can do that again. Then we can yeah. do it for real. We can do okay. it for real this okay. time. Okay.